Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And welcome to our podcast, Three Idgits in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we will be discussing season one, episode 11, Scarecrow. But first, how are you two doing today? Pretty good. Um, I dropped off some more art at the uh, coffee shop downtown where I have some rotating art pieces So, did that today. Good and exciting. Mm -hmm. You had your art show yesterday. Oh, I did. I had a show yesterday. Um, How was the turnout? It was was busy. It was a lot of people out. It was a really Mm -hmm. nice day. Um, I sold two little things, so that was nice. I made my booth, made my, um, the uh, the amount I had to pay to be there, so that's always nice. That's that's always a good feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I downloaded Undertale on my Switch and I'm basically at the end. I'm at the boss battle with Asgore, and um, it's scary, so I'm not quite going to defeat him yet. I'm just going to be like, mm, no, I'm going to go back to the... walk all the way back to the beginning and hang out with my friends <laughs> and buy some food. It's not a very long game, so I'm kind of surprised how quickly... Um, it took me to get to the end, because hmm. um, it took... I mean, I've been playing for a while, and, God, I was stuck on this one boss battle, like, in the car, and Dad was listening to a podcast, so every once in a while I'd be like, if you look over, you're like, oh, and you'd see the game over <laughs> in giant letters on my screen. You can play You can play Switch in the car? Yeah. It doesn't make you sick? No. Oh. Neither does reading. I can read a little bit in the car. It depends on the temperature mm-hmm. and if what seat where I'm sitting in the car. Yeah, I did try to play switch in the car. I tried a couple times. Uh, as soon as I looked down, I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna. This is bad. <laughs> no. I'm gonna get very sick very quickly." <laughs> no, it doesn't affect me like that because I put my headphones into it and just listen to the music and play. I painted this room that we record in, which used to be sort of like a Gross. green, like a minty gum wrapper green. It really... But like if you turn the saturation all the way up and it's also glossy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um... Which was a choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was... I didn't know it was glossy when I bought it. I think they did try to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, probably. Um... But it was, you know, this really bright, glossy green that, Patricia, you picked out in... Middle school. Middle mm-hmm. school. So I've painted over that now. Mm-hmm. So that how long ago was that? How long ago was... Uh, ten, 11 years? 10, 11 years. Because wow. if you were in seventh grade, I would have been a freshman. Yeah, so that probably would have been about 11 years. And I remember the color before. Mm-hmm. It was a peppermint pink. Just peppermint pink. 
<laughs> which I think for the time period in which you, you picked peppermint pink, because you picked that one too. Yes, yes, I did. You picked that, you picked the pink carpet it went with, and yeah. also you had like a princess bed situation, canopy situation. I think all yeah. of that went together just fine. Yeah. That was a, cause, uh, and that was a remodel that needed to happen because the room we're in right now, which was your room at was one point. Was a kitchen. Was a kitchen before that. And I do also remember what that looked like. Yeah. With the, the linoleum floor. Mm-hmm. Which you can still see at the ed- if you like peel up the edges of the carpet. The yeah, linoleum floor is still there. Oh. It's not tile. It's linoleum. It's a it's an old, like a yellow and brown patterned linoleum. Because that's what's under the floor here. It's gross. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know so- how to feel about my walls and the color that I picked. Sort of a coral. I Yeah, it was... The name of it was just Coral. What do you think about the color? Uh-huh. It's not, like, gross. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I think it's fine. <laughs> um, I picked, to paint over the green, I picked sort of a neutral, like, a warm cream color that has a little bit more, like, it looks a little bit redder, or redder undertone than I was expecting, but I think it's because of, it's reflecting off the pink, mm-hmm. just bringing out that, that side of the warm tone, so... Mm-hmm. If I get, like, a more earth tone area rug, maybe that'll go down a bit and look less pink. Mm-hmm. A little bit more warm cream. Great discussion of vis- visuals. On yeah, all the on things our... you can see through this audio medium. Yeah. Um, twinkle lights in here now. Also, there's twinkle lights in here, so we don't have to use either flashlights or the yeah. buzzing overhead light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got twinkle lights, and we've got vines, greenery, fake plants to make it a little, little nicer. Yeah. A little nicer. A little nicer. Um, speaking of greenery. Speaking of, yeah, greenery and plants. And cars going by. And cars, cars going, going by. by. Um, uh, let's jump into today's episode, season one, episode 11, Scarecrow. <laughs> the previously on was skipped for me. It I jumped did, yeah, right I didn't, into I it. I didn't get a previously on. Was, did, it, did, it, did it skip or was there a previously on? It skipped it for me. Like, I, it said yeah, that I was... Yeah, we watched it together, so... Yeah. It said that I was on the previous episode, and so then I said, like, no, next episode... And as I click next episode, it skipped the previously on. It just didn't play a previously on at all for me. Oh, so maybe okay. there just maybe wasn't, there wasn't one. I don't think there was a previously on. I think we just got a cold open. Um, I suppose could make sense because um, this is the this 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 episode aired January tenth, two thousand six. This is the first episode. We're back from our mid season hiatus. Mm-hmm. So this episode was written by John Shaban and Patrick Sean Smith. Uh, John Shabon, who wrote Skin and Hookman. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Sean Smith, I believe this is the first episode he's writing with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, directed by... Research. Directed by Kim Manners, who directed um, Dead in the Water, oh, I think, okay. earlier on. Also directed Bugs. Oh. <gasps> oh, no. Oh. Oh. It's an interesting pair, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so thruple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for, for you know, we might not have gotten a previous on because it's the first episode back from our mid season hiatus, um, airing uh, 10th of January 2006. We're in 2006. 
Wow. Yeah. I, was I born yet? No. No, no. Not till March. <laughs> Not till March. Ah, oh, dang. So we get... See ya. <laughs> just disappear. So we get a cold open in Burkittsville, Indiana, one year ago. Um, I noticed the pale filter is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just looks weird. I don't know when we lose that filter. At some point... This show will start looking like a real life or show until it's used for like the other reason, right? Or like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is the same filter they were using or if they changed filming methods or like what happened. At some point, the show will start looking like you know, like normal people doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It will look like you know a real world. Instead <laughs> of white apples, weird pale apples in drink. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then the, 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 the sort of alternate world we'll, we'll go to at some point has this, like, sort of pale, paleish, pale and grainy filter over it to sort of, like, emphasize the difference that, like, we're in a different, like, different world. Mm-hmm. Um, right now it just, it just looks weird. A couple gets lost. They're stopping into this quiet little town for help. Uh, they get w- one of our apple pies on the house. This uh, this little family is helping them. The sort of dad figure of the family gets their car filled up with gas, gives them directions back to the interstate, and they... Yeah, we have a two, two nice small-town folk, lost young couple. Um, and this girl? Girl who's, like, also there, like, at the general store helping out. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks at his... At the boyfriend's Well, we, yeah, we get, like, a significant zoom on the boyfriend's arm where he's got this distinctive sort of tribal design tattoo. and Very 2006. Um, very 2006 like, tattoo, yeah. She's like, that's a cool tattoo. And he's, and he's kind of like, thanks. thanks. <laughs> so they're driving and trying to figure out where they're supposed to be. They're like, oh, man, what? And then the engine stalls. And they're like, oh, damn. So they go outside. The cell dies too, and they're like, yeah. "That's weird." And I'm like, well, for, yeah. first they got they got directions. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, direct, you know, directions to the interstate. It said some street names and take a right on Orchard Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, sure, Orchard Road. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna drive right past this creepy orchard in the middle of the night. Clunk car sputters, and I just think it's so funny that they're like. Oh, look, we have to go in these spooky woods. Mm-hmm. There's a house in there. Yeah, so the boyfriend says that he sees, he's like, oh, yeah, that could be a house over there. She's like, nah, no. I'm not going in there. Um, I I didn't see any evidence that there was a house anywhere nearby. No. Polly, we need help. We can't just wait here. So he just takes off into the orchard. So let's go to the spooky house in the middle of the woods. There was no evidence of a house. I don't know what he was talking about. No. no. I saw, like, a there distant were light. light. This but... whole thing was lit. Where was the light coming from? Yeah. No. It was coming from off camera, sort of sideways, mm-hmm. but also from all around. Yeah. Yeah. Because you was... know how at night there's lights all around? It was lit very strangely and spookily. Like, okay, maybe it's, like, full moon, because this is kind right. of how it can look during the full moon. But he's, like, running towards the light, sort of. Like, oh, hey, there's a house over there. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. We see our iconic uh, barrels and buckets of apples that right. make us tell is, us this is an orchard. This is how we know that. We, we see, like, these orderly rows of trees. And also there's apples have, that have been tossed all over the ground. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, uh, wooden crates that ha- that they got from the craft store. 
that are full of apples stacked against the base of a tree. Some of them. The ones that are closest to the camera every time are the same three that they've probably just rotated. The ones in the back are empty. Yeah, just just some empty crates they got from, like, Michael's. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And some just loose ladders. Yes, Mm -hmm. a lot of ladders. Here's the thing. (laughs) Running around, like, like, oh, it's, you know, it's a spooky orchard. Great. Couple things about the apples. <laughs> it's that's not what apple trees look like. No. Like okay, so we're we're using whatever orchard we have nearby, which I think this is. Uh, I think at this point they were filming in around Vancouver, and they have, do have hazelnut orchards. This is what a hazelnut orchard looks like. This is not an apple orchard. No. And I don't think anyone else, anyone who didn't grow up like in apple country would clock it necessarily, but we did. We did. <laughs> we grew up, like, in apple country. Uh, so, like, the the field trips every year mm-hmm. in elementary school are to the apple orchard. The highlight of the school, of the school year in the fall is the, um, you know... Track hayride. Yeah, hayride to, to go get pumpkin some pumpkins. Patch. The, uh... You know the the warm apple cider, the apple cider the sugar donuts, donuts uh, the old fashioned donuts, the you know apple picking, the pie. That that's you know where we grew up. This is not an apple orchard. No. It drove me crazy <laughs> the entire episode. These are not apple trees. They're not apple trees. These are not. That's not what apple crates look like. No, we we don't when we you know get apples. We don't leave them in little boxes at the bases of the trees. They're, the, like, apple crates are these big, like, four foot by four foot, like, crates. Mm-hmm. Also, those are not apple picking ladders. Those are just yeah, wooden ladders. ladders. Uh, apple la- ladders you use for apple trees are, they're, they're not like the, t- the double-sided folding ladders. Yeah. They are a single, you know, like, single ladders. But they're, they're not parallel lines. They're actually, they come to a triangle yeah. point, and they get, like, narrower as you get to the top. You wedge that triangle point like in the branches of the tree yeah. and climb up it. Not nearly as stable as like a just like a normal like construction folding ladder that's I don't know. They made did have up to some look weird kind of bowed ladders that were like I don't know how to describe the shape, but they like people bowed in see, and out. People can see your hand movements right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm making a triangle to describe this ladder with my hands, and yeah. Patricia's making <laughs> some other shape. Yeah, there were like a bowed in and out on the sides, and I kind of like came up to a like open ended triangle up at the top. Yeah. So the they're like, this is what an orchard looks like. No one look too close, please. <laughs> Um, also, they'll they'll say later in the episode this is happening in April. Yes, which is not which is not apple, apple season. season. <laughs> so why are there so many apples, huh? This it just just is totally crazy. All right, so weird <laughs> weird orchard aside, we come to a scarecrow. That is very nice. creepy. He's a very creepy scarecrow. That is not a scarecrow. That is Jesus. He- <laughs> <laughs> He's like being nailed to a cross. Um, we see uh, the scarecrow. This creepy, creepy scarecrow has has a blade in one hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the boyfriend's like, check it out. If I only had a brain. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> yeah. Lol. We wouldn't be lost. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> um, the scarecrow uh, moves. Yeah. yeah. As like, they start to walk away, its head turns, and she's like. <gasps> 
let's just hurry, please. Yeah. She's like, she oh, doesn't, like, say anything. anything. She, she, like, yeah, no, the, the creepy scarecrow moves. And she's like, <gasps> and he's like, what, what was wrong? And she's, she's like, like, let's leave. Yeah, let's, let's go. But, but, but they just sort of, like, speed walk. Yeah. They yeah. They just sort of, like, we're just gonna walk away now. So he's like, run! Go! Just, yeah, what, what are you doing? Then they hear a twig snapping and rustling. He goes, who's there? Hello? Hello? Yeah. More, more rustling. <laughs> They start running through the orchard. Shaky okay. camera. Shaky cam. Shaky cam. It's like the camera Very is grainy. running. It looks like yeah. he's running as well, and just like, but like backward running. Yeah. Um, but like, it looks like maybe he like didn't know where his footing was, so he tripped on like sticks. It was like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's supposed to, the, that the handheld shaky cam thing is supposed thing. to you know like make it look like a more frantic well, running no, thing. It's, it was, it's it's a little it's a little silly. Yeah, it's goofy. Um. Shake, yeah, the, it gets very shaky and kind of grainy looking. Um, She's like, oh, where's and, Vince? And it's now mm-hmm. very shaky and very blurry. And we can't yeah, really we see Yeah, we can't see happening. anything. Very grainy. Vince um, disappears. Where's Vince? Holly calls for him. Yeah, she gets stuck to the edge of the orchard. Yeah. Turns around, Vince is gone. She goes back, back into, the into the orchard. Dummy! <laughs> get it get. and wait in the car, maybe. She Lock trips, the doors. trips and falls. We, uh, we get a, it's a, we get a classic... You know, uh, panic jog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then where she, where run she tri- and looks behind look her. Behind, trip and don't look behind you. <laughs> you know, uh, tur- turn over. Like, and she's like, what? What did I trip over? And I was like, oh, Vince doesn't have a face yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh no, Vince, where's Vince his face? with his face taken off. <laughs> but just, I think it's so funny. You know, from watching horror movies and just the knowing in general. Never look behind you when you're running. No, just go. Never. Just, just go. Go. Go, 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 go. Just go. Go, go, go. Just go, go, go. Watch, watch where you're stepping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't trip over your, your dead boyfriend. Dead she, and boyfriend. Was, she got out. She was out. She was, yeah. she was home free. And then yeah. she went back she into the orchard. and went in. Uh, we had lots of screaming. The scarecrow is walking towards her, and we pan up to the empty post uh, yeah, where like, he oh, was. The scarecrow's no yeah. longer on the pole. Like, I'm guessing she died as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from Call of Duty. So, yeah, now we get our scene from the end of last episode, mm-hmm. which was the, the last thing we saw before our mid-season break. Um, the phone, the phone, the cell phone of doom. <laughs> the boys are, yeah. Doom. The boys are asleep. Dean is, uh, not wearing a shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. phone starts ringing and Sam's like, like Dean, 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 get it. Get the get, phone. Get the phone. Uh. <laughs> and, you know, picks up, sits pulled up right in bed. It's, it's Dad. Dad. And it's it's John. Yes, Sam, um, is that you? The the direction of this was kind of weird too. Uh, it's a, an extremely close shot of John's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. John is. We can um, see his pores. <laughs> yeah, um, John sweat. appears to be at a payphone, talking very quietly with a camera that's like in his face. Yeah, he's like, "Dad, are you hurt?" He's like, "I'm fine." <laughs> like um, we've been looking for you everywhere. We didn't know if you were okay. Yeah, Sammy, I'm all right. What about you and Dean? It's like, well, we're fine, but where are you? He's, he's, he's like, not going to no, tell him. No, 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 no. Um, he, you know, wants to know if they're okay, but will not tell them where he is. Sam, he's like, you're you just going to have to trust me. Stop. Like, no, 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 no. Dean stirs, wakes up, and sits up. Like, <laughs> uh, is that is that that fucking dad? <laughs> his the there his face mm-hmm. this vulnerable, desperate hope on his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
John's like, yeah, you're just gonna have to trust me on this. Yeah. He's like, I know, it's like, sorry, but I know about Jess, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, P- ex- what? P- explain? He's like, mm, no. No, I just <laughs> want to say I'm sorry for you, bud, but... But stop like, looking for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I'm after that. We learned yeah, it's that like you're after it. You're after the thing that killed mom, aren't you? Yeah, we we learned that that John is. He's like, yes, I'm after the thing that killed mom. Yes, it's a demon. Yes, yes it's it's the, it's the same thing that killed your girlfriend. No, I will not clarify. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, no, I need you're you. You're not allowed to help. You're not allowed to help. I need you to stop looking for me. I need you to stop thinking about this. Pretend it pretend, didn't happen. Yep. Pretend, mm-hmm. pretend this phone call just didn't happen. You can't be any part of it. You Which, know. like, the like the whiplash Sam is going through yeah. right now. Like, Dad, you're alive. What happened? What do what? you mean you won't tell me anything? What do you mean we're not allowed to see you again? And this is very frustrating for John, who's like, um, he's like, like I, he says, he says, I gave you an order. Now stop following me. Like. And like Sam, Sam's like, huh? What? <laughs> like, no, no, just tell us what's going on. Tell us. We've you've got we've already we've got you on the phone. Just tell yeah. us right now. And Dean's like, give me the phone. Like, give me, give me the phone. Give me, give me. The, 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 and like the, this back and forth. You know, Sam is having with John. Sam, who was asleep and woke up to this phone call, scrambling, trying to trying to get any information out of their dad. The only information he's getting out of their dad is. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> like, which is incredibly frustrating. Um, in the background, Dean trying to get Sam to give him the phone. We got some jacking choices going on here. Um, just the 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 desperate look on his face. So, from what we've we've learned, like you know, in snippets over the past few episodes, where Dean you know blames himself for John disappearing, mm-hmm. thinks it thinks it's his fault in some way that he disappointed him and John abandoned him. Um, we know that Dean, that Dean has been calling and leaving messages asking, you know, begging John to call him back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, we, we saw that in the, the episode where they were, they were in Kansas. And the only he, time he, he, John responded was when he heard something about Mary. Uh, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he, I mean, he showed up there, but he didn't well, talk, yeah, I'm not talk to them. About, yeah. But. Yeah. No, he, that's the, the, the only time that John showed up was, when Dean said it might be connected to their mom. Not because he was breaking down, sobbing. And, yeah, no, not because his son is crying on the phone begging for help. Like, just, just, this is all happening in the background. And, De- like, Dean is, like, desperate to hear his father's voice. And it's like, oh, my God. And, you know, Sam's in the foreground, like, what's going on? What? Yeah. <laughs> John, on the phone, is frustrated with Sam because Sam's not doing what he's telling him to do. Tells him that he gave him an order. Stop following me. Do your job. Dean finally gets the phone away from Sam. And the change in his demeanor, he's like his desperate, like, like, thank God you're alive. I can hear your voice, dad. It's you. And then he hears John talking. His whole body language changes. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a pen. What are those names? Dean calls his father, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red, Red flags. flags. Red, Red flags. flags. Red <laughs> flags. I don't know any kids who call their father, sir, where their father's a good dad. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I thought you were going to just stop at I don't know any kids that call their father, sir, and I was going to be like, I know. 
were some kids in school, yeah. and they yeah. didn't have good relationships with their no, father. No, yeah, if, if you call your father sir, you probably don't have a good relationship with your dad. Um, <laughs> or you need to, or you need to examine your relationship with your father. Yeah. Um, j- just the whole body language shift from you know desperate son who's, you know, eager to hear his father's voice and, you know, confirmation that his father's alive and unharmed to good little soldier. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Trauma um, response. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as part of this, we learn, so John is after the demon that killed Mary and Jess, and he, whether it's paranoia or real, um, John is sure that even this conversation that they're having on the phone right now is, is, not, da- safe. is not safe, is not secure, and they need to stop following him for their own protection. None of this is getting through to Sam. Yeah. All Sam hears is, Dad's alive. He knows something. We can we can connect these dots. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of with Sam on this one. W- well, I, it's hard for me to uh, side with John on anything. No. <laughs> oh, no. Um, d- what Dean, in this, all this, what Dean hears is, we've been given orders. Yeah. So we must follow them. Yeah. Um, so... Dean takes takes down the names. He has a case for them. Next scene, Sam Sam is driving the Impala. Mm-hmm. We they're 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 on, they're on their next case. We've got um, three missing couples who went missing on cross country road trips, all from different town states. None none were ever heard from again. Each route took them through the same part of Indiana, always in the second week of April, one year after another, which is not when apples happen. No. <laughs> Second week of April. And Sam was like, this is the second week of April. He's like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Just so in case anyone's curious. On October 3rd, yes. It's October 3rd. <laughs> so Dad is sending us to Indiana to go hunting before another couple vanishes. And Dean's like, Yahtzee. Yeah. <laughs> Yahtzee. Um, Dean is being kind of goofy and quippy here. Yeah, before he, then he's, like, talking about their dad. Um, so can you imagine putting together a pattern like this? All the obits dad had to go through? The man's a master. Yeah, he's being, he's got, he's going through his, like, this, you know, hero worship thing. Mm-hmm. And he's being kind of jokey and quippy. Sam is fuming. Yeah. Like, white knuckle on the wheel. Sam is so mad. Dean, who makes um, pop culture references mm-hmm. and humor, uses, uses humor to deflect when he's uncomfortable or scared, is, you know, speaking of, you know, he's speaking the gospel of John Winchester. He's yeah. <laughs> um, in full hero worship right now, which just makes Sam angrier. Yeah. Angry enough to just pull over. Pulls the car over. We are not going to Indiana. We're going to California. Dad called from a payphone in Sacramento, uh, or the Sacramento area, so if this demon killed mom and Jess, and dad's closing in, we've got to be there. He's like, he's giving us an order. Yeah, he's like, dad doesn't want our help. He goes, I don't care. <laughs> he gave us an order. I don't care. <laughs> so they, you know, brother arguing. Dean uh, appears, he's like trying to backtrack and, and <laughs> tries for, you know, tries to do a, you know, to, to calm Sam down or, or relating to him where he's like, I know how you feel about Jess. <laughs> like, Sam's big like, mistake, oh, big mistake, big mistake. How old were you when mom died? Four? Jess died six months ago. How the hell would you know how I feel? Yeah, I don't understand the blind faith you have in that man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you don't even question him. 
Yeah, it's called being a good son. So the um, Dean, you know, trying to relate to Sam, blows up in his face. Sam lashes out, pushes Dean's button. It's a very brother argument Mm -hmm. because they just push each other's buttons so well. uh, Sam pushes Dean's buttons about his loyalty to their father, which you question Dean's loyalty to family. You get hit. Yeah. Like, it's, like, that just makes Dean flare up. Any any peacemaking that was there is gone. It's called being good son. <laughs> Which, no. <laughs> Dean calls Sam a selfish bastard. Mm. Yeah, they get out of the car. And, um... Yeah, now they're, out, they're, 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 the trunk. they're out of the car. They're fighting on the side of the road. <laughs> like, middle of the night, said selfish bastard, grabs his stuff out of the trunk, and just starts, t- just starts walking. Mm-hmm. Heading for California. Dean threatens to leave him. Sam says, he's like, yeah, that's what, what I, I want, want you to, to do. do. Ah, goodbye. Like, I'm serious. It's the middle of the night. He's hey, I'm taking off. I will leave your ass. Yeah. And he's like, goodbye, Sam. He shuts the trunk, gets in the car, and drives away. Sam's walking back the way they came. So this is our first, the brothers fight so hard they break up. <laughs> this is part of the cycle. Yeah. Of their relationship. It's not healthy, (laughs) Um, but the core of this argument is about their relationship with their father, and Sam is right. Dean's blind devotion to John is a problem, but Sam doesn't have, like, the developed empathy to, or context to just to see, like, like, Dean was, has been with John working with him for so much longer than Sam has. Yeah. The, the 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 brainwashing and like everything that Dean shielded Sam from mm-hmm. as you know the the older sibling who's protecting Sam. As part of that's cuz that's Dean's job has always been. Mm-hmm. Protect Sammy. So Sam either just isn't doesn't have the developed empathy for it or isn't just, like has been shielded from and hasn't made the connection that Dean is, you know, has been conditioned to think this way, and it just blows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've split the party. <laughs> um, our our first, you know, split the party scene. Uh, Dean has pulled pulled into a small town. It's rainy. Yeah, it's kind of gross out. He pulls out his phone and goes through his contacts, finds it's, Sam. It looked like he was going to delete it. Yeah, for a second, but it, he's like, "Do I do I talk to him? Do I?" No, no. So he shuts the phone without dialing you know, and gets and goes, out of the car. And goes to Scotty's Cafe. He finds Scotty on a chair outside, introduces himself as John Bonham. Isn't that the drummer from Led Zeppelin? And he's like, wow. Wow, good. Wait, cla- yeah. 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 Classic rock and roll. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> gonna blow right past that. He's like, yeah, how can I help you, John? <laughs> He's like, uh, hands him flyers for these missing people. Um, he goes, my friends went missing about a year ago. They passed through here. And I've checked the neighboring towns. Just wanted to see if you knew them. And Scotty's like, no, we don't get a lot of strangers here. Very quick to turn that down. Yeah. Yeah, he, very... he barely looks at the pictures. Nope, just, just, no, flip. no, no, don't know any of these people. Um, I, I love what Dean says, though. He's like, Scotty. You got a smile that lights up a room. <laughs> and you're just sitting there, like, stone-faced, and glaring. Just glowering at Dean. Like, Dean... Read a room. Dean, Dean with the failed charisma checks. <laughs> he, Never he's, mind. <laughs> he's... A, he's he, this is, it's always his first instinct to go in and, like, try the charisma. And he's 
got the goofy charisma, yeah. but is always failing the persuasion and it's the and luck pers- about it. He's he's always doing poorly and then has to step aside and let Sam do it because <laughs> because ever everyone doesn't like him. Yeah. I love this. Sam is walking down the road backwards, yeah. turns around and sud- suddenly to see this young woman sitting on the side of the road with headphones on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you ha- how long have you been walking backwards to have <laughs> yeah. not seen her? Yeah. Oh my god, that that, I that, that, that she was a surprise to you. I don't think that's how you hitchhike. Walking backwards? No. Because you're... You You gotta know where you're going. You gotta know where you're going, but, like, you you turn around every couple minutes. Yeah. If it's not a particularly busy road. (laughs) But, yeah, so a girl appears. He almost steps on her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She freaks out because he's he's a strange person who has also just appeared on the road. Yeah. She's got her headphones in and she's... she Yeah. So her her back... Like, if, if you're just gonna sit on the side of the road... I wouldn't sit on the grass verge that's, like, next to the pavement on the side of the highway. Yeah. Especially with your back to the direction of traffic. Right. With headphones on. No. That's just not smart. It's not smart, and it's weird. Hit. You could get kidnapped. So, yeah, at a first glance, she doesn't appear to be very, like, smart about that. Mm-hmm. But then... Sam's like, like, uh, hi, who are you? What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Thought you might need some help. And she, and she's like, um, who are you? You touched my shoulder. Like, yeah. go away, weird creepo. Yeah. He's like, so where are you headed? It's she's like, like, no offense, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> some kind of freak. She's like, so you are hitchhiking. <laughs> so there's some like, you know, weird mixed signals about her instincts. Her instincts are to, with her eyes shut and earbuds in, turn her back to traffic and just sit on the road. But also so, not tell any personal information to this stranger who just walked up to her. I'm like, okay, point for you there. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a point in each column. And then the van pulls up. A creepy white van with a creepy dude. And she, and she's like, like, need a ride? And she's like, yeah. And then Sam goes again and he's like, not you, just, just her. her. <laughs> I ain't I'm, taking you. I'm so creepy. Because you trust creepy van guy and not me? She goes, definitely. <laughs> so like, what is who the is deal? Here? Who? What? What are you doing, girl? So we got vibes from all over the place. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I remembered who this was. I know who oh, this good. is. Okay. I, I remembered this scene. Didn't remember much else about the episode. I remember this scene. And I remembered the last scene of the episode, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh-huh. I I know who this is, and it, it's exciting. I know who this is. <laughs> just the, but the whole vibe of this scene is just super weird. Yeah, yeah. Sam's like like this was like I mean random encounters in uh, in D and D travel. Like like this is like what just happened? Yeah, I just ran into this rando on the road who acted very strangely. Like it would be like just an NPC in Avatar. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a weird NPC. So so Sam is left on the side of the road like, what just happened? <laughs> Back with Dean. Uh, Dean is still wandering around town asking questions. He's at Georgeson General Store or Jorgeson mm-hmm. General Store and Post Office. And it's the general store couple from the opening. Yeah, he's like, you sure these, you know, like my friends didn't stop for gas or something? He gives the flyers to the sort of dad man and the mom woman. <laughs> yeah. And dad's like, nope, mm-hmm. don't remember them. And then the girl comes out and she's like, hey, uh, did he have a tattoo on his arm? He's like, yeah. And she's like, D- guys, don't you remember? They stopped by. Like, they were just married. 
And the dad's like, you're right. They oh, did stop for gas. Yeah, yeah, they stopped right. for gas. They weren't here more than 10 minutes. Nope. Told him how to get back to the interstate. And they left town. So Dean's like, okay. Yeah, could you point me in the same direction? So Dean's driving out past the orchard, and his EMF reader in his bag starts his going off. His EMT reader. <laughs> um, Dean grabs, pulls over, grabs it, looks at it. Like, and looks, like, just off camera. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't bring it with him. I think he's thinking, like, it's going off so crazy that this whole area it's, it's must like, be yeah. crazy. Um, so he decides to just, you know, wander off into the orchard. Yeah, leaves the car, goes into the orchard alone. <laughs> um, he walks up to the scarecrow and <laughs> says, Dude, you're fugly. <laughs> Which is very mid two thousands. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, Dude, there there also appears to be a smoke machine like right behind yeah. a tree. <laughs> Which is just this this tree Pumping has smoke. smoke this, this, it's not you know universal smoke like mist or whatever. Ever it's like there's smoke Dude. coming for like one, one tree, tree in particular. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also you know our three apple boxes. Yes. <laughs> um, Dean grabs a ladder, places it by the scarecrow, and climbs up, and finds. Tattoo patterns on the scarecrow's arm. He compares it to the picture of Vince uh, on the flyer, and it's mm-hmm. the same. And he says, "Nice tat." <laughs> um, yeah, the scarecrow appears to be sewn together, made of human skin, and it's gross. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dean does this whole thing where he like gets gets up on the ladder, looks at the arm. And then just stands there, like, six yeah. inches from this really scary uh, scarecrow. He just like, stands there on the why ladder. Why would you do that? The papers out, is looking at the... And, like, looks from the paper to the scarecrow to the paper to the... And it's like, like, you just yeah. standing there six inches from the scarecrow that's made of human skin. It's and like, he, he looked like he was breathing. Yeah, it yeah. looked like he was I'm like, moving. this is, a, it, this you is, know, a bad actor trying to be still. When yeah. when it's or so it's hard just, to be still. <laughs> it's just very creepy. And Dean just stands there on the ladder next to this thing. And it's like, dude, get out of there. Get out of there. Um, he heads back to town, gets some gas, and chats up Emily, the girl from the general, general store. We learn that Emily came to live with her aunt and uncle at age 13. Her parents died in a car accident. And uh, she says that she likes living here because everybody's nice here. And all of our crops are always so good. It's like we're blessed. Yeah, it's like the, the people in the nearby towns, they're losing their homes and their farms. But here, it's like we're blessed. At the beginning of the scene, I was a little bit concerned about how Dean was interacting with her. Right. Yeah. Um, the way he's sort of chatting her up seems a little bit too flirty to me. Mm-hmm. And like, Dean, how old do you think she is? Yeah. yeah. She seems like a teenager to me. Yeah. She's probably like 18, 17. I was thinking, yeah, seven, I was thinking okay. 17, 16. Yeah, uh, 16 to 18. Dean is in his late 20s. 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Dean? She's a little young. young. She, she's young for you, Dean. We've gone um, over this, Dean. Yeah. You're, we're, mm, Dean, maybe, may, maybe rate it in with the, with yeah. the, you're giving me a little bit of a creepy vibe here. But we quickly move past the oh, creepy vibe. He yeah, it is John Shabon. That's the yeah. Um, uh, it was um, 
with the Scarecrow episode, we experienced a lot of that. Hookman. This is Scarecrow. Sorry. Hookman episode. We experienced a lot of Dean being like, oh, party and college party. Dean Freshman girls. Yeah. Dean finding uh, recently legal girls to be attractive. Um, College freshmen, 18-year-olds who just... (laughs) Like... Well... You know, I hate this, it when guys say, oh yeah, I just gotta wait till they're legal. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Um, this, this, we don't actually go there in this conversation, but yeah. it, it feels like it's heading that way. It's like, Dean? Dean. Buddy. Dean. No, no, no. Dean. Dean. Um, <laughs> but the, the conversation quickly moves past that. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks if uh, she's ever seen that scarecrow at the orchard, and she's like, yeah, it's always been there. <laughs> oh my god. He's like talking about uh, his car. He's like, mind filling it up there, Emily? Yeah. <sighs> he um he sees a car in the garage. He asks if it's uh, her aunt and uncle's. She said, nope, it's a customer who had some car troubles. <laughs> Is it a couple? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh no. Oh, great. Oh no. Great. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, Dean's got the I hate it when I'm right face. And yep. <laughs> So now we're back with Sam. At the um, bus station, and, I think. Yeah, yeah, bu- bus station. Sacramento Sam. bus doesn't run again till tomorrow, 5 p.m. Yeah, Sam, tomorrow. tomorrow. Isn't there another way? Yeah, buy a car. <laughs> Rude. Rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam, surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> Just, oh. <laughs> Yes, surprise Pikachu face. Um, Sam's getting really grumpy. So uh, he thinks about calling Dean. He mm-hmm. scoffed, which was so funny. He goes, oh. And then walks away. He's just like, <gasps> like, yeah, yeah. Almost really? calls Dean. He sees the girl from the hitchhiking. Hey, hey, you again? Where's your ride? You were right. That guy was shady. He was all hands. Ew. Ew. What? Gross. Why? And she's like, <laughs> maybe that's your way of dealing with trauma. But that's gross. Uh, I don't know if uh, I mean. You, were, you weren't looking for it yet. You hadn't seen the end of the episode. Right. She says, I, ha- I had to cut him loose. Oh. Cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cute. <laughs> um, yeah, and she introduced herself. They, they chat about the, best, the bus schedule, and uh, she says that she's Meg. 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 It's Meg. So uh, <laughs> we, 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 don't, we don't know it yet, but she will become a recurring character. Oh, good. She comes back. Have you ever seen Jennifer's body? No. No. I but, want but to. I want to. I've heard yeah. of it. Because it's also got Mamma Mia Girl. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia Girl. <laughs> um, I only know... I only know lines from it because it's been trending on TikTok now. The, you're killing people. I'm killing boys. Boys are just placeholders. They come and they go. <laughs> um, uh, and the, I thought you only killed boys. I swing both ways. <laughs> we're with Dean. Well, uh, well, no, we have like sort of a, a first a, a sort of flirty back and oh, forth yes. with, with Sam and Meg, where she's like, no way, I'm going to California too. And Sam's like... Why am I like it's oh man I'm blushing. Yeah, why you're you're just, what's going on, weird hitchhiker girl? Is are we are we having a are moment? Flirting? Are, are we, we about to kiss her <laughs> now? You're you're weird and I and like 
You're like a named character. That's that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> most of my love interests just like. Yeah, are you gonna die there. before the end of the episode, or do we have something going yeah. on? I'm here. <laughs> are you gonna stay for a little while? Maybe back with Dean. Yeah, <laughs> at Scotty's Cafe. Scotty's serving a couple apple pie. We're famous for our apples. It's on the house. Yeah, completely different demeanor from Scotty. He's yeah. smiling. It's yeah. very weird. So we, you gotta try this pie. Don't worry. It's on the house. Dean walks in. Can I get a coffee? Black sits at a table uh, just a little ways away from the couple. Road trip couple's gonna die. <laughs> he asks him, you know, you just passing through? He goes, ah, road trip. Yeah, me too. Scotty is acting weird. Yeah. He starts yeah. filling drinks for the couple. Doesn't pay any attention to Dean. No, he no. goes he, to Dean. He's like, I'm sure these people want to eat in peace. Dean's like, oh, just Dean. a little friendly conversation. Yeah. He's like, why are you in town? <laughs> and he's like, oh, my coffee, man. What about yeah, yeah. Coffee? What about that coffee and the piece of pie I asked for? Uh, he's like, oh, we just stopped in for gas. The, uh, the guy at the gas station saved our lives. Uh, one of our brake lines was leaking. We didn't even know. He's he's fixing it up for us now. Creepy. Yeah. They're acting eating. Yes, acting A- eating. Actor eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm, I, Dean doesn't end up getting his pie in this in this scene. No. Um, I I'm I'm still on the lookout for when Dean when we actually see Dean eat his first piece of pie. Pie is Dean's favorite food. Oh, oh. good. Dean keeps pestering the couple and just mm-hmm. generally making a nuisance yeah, of himself. Yeah, he's really pushing it at this point. Because he's like, oh, that's really interesting about the brake line. Um, yeah, how long have you been running? How long till you're up and running? Sundown? And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. for a brake line? Mm-hmm. I can fix you mm-hmm. up in you guys gotta an get, hour or two. You guys gotta get out of town, man. Um, he's like, yeah, here, I'll, I'll fix it for you. It'll be an hour or two. It won't charge you anything. We'd rather have a mechanic do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that the, the roads, they're not safe at night. I know it sounds weird, but Thanks. you could be in danger. <laughs> and he's like leaning closer and closer. Closer, and closer. No, like, like, we're, we're trying to eat. <laughs> like, like he can tell his, his, his persuasion check keeps failing and he's like, gonna try it again. I'm try it again. The, no. Like, the DC is gonna be higher, man. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, again. Like, again. You know, my brother could give you his puppy dog look and, you just yeah. buy right mm-hmm. into it. And they're like, Scotty that, like, called the cops. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Scotty went in the back, and then the sheriff walks in, and he's like, Sheriff, so glad like, to see you. He didn't even, he wasn't, like, he didn't even get anywhere near giving Dean pie and coffee. No. Like, no. Like, man, at least give him a coffee. Asks Dean if he can have a word. He goes, I'm already having a bad day. He goes, don't make it worse. The sheriff escorts Dean's car out of town and turns around. Like, what kind of a reaction is that? Guy comes in, says, hey, can I get some pie and coffee? Call the cops Cops and run him out of town. Yikes. They're not being subtle. This is giving me some weird, like, midsummer vibes. Yeah, this is a... um, This seems like a weird white supremacist cult. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's definitely very culty vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. back with Sam and Meg, they're getting a bite to eat. They got chips. a couple beers. Um, and very very, uh, very flirty Meg yeah. in this scene. She's got her comfy sweater hanging off one shoulder. <laughs> there, it, it yeah. The, why does it always have to be hanging off one shoulder, showing her bra strap, or just that's always the, that's weird. Yeah. Um, the uh, the it's very first date vibes. Mm-hmm. This whole scene. I had to get away from my family. 
I love my parents. They wanted what's best for me. They just didn't care about what I wanted. She is saying everything Sam wants to hear. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is exactly what Sam wants to hear to connect and empathize with someone. Because mm-hmm. she, she complains about uh, having to sit there and do what she's told. And uh, she, so she just went on her own way instead. And he's his face. You know, he's, he's connecting to this. This is everything he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, and they're like, like sharing a beer. Um, those beer bottles are empty. Yes. They, they're, the light is shining through them. There is nothing in there. And, and they, they are holding, it. yeah, they're holding it. Like, it's just so light. And they're just like, click, <laughs> right down the hatch, <laughs> down the gullet. We, you know, we're back in uh, Indiana. Um, we see Dean Newell back <laughs> past the, uh, the three mile sign after dark. It immediately cuts to, um, we have our another idiot couple wandering around the orchard in the middle yeah. of the night. I can't believe it. We just got the car fixed. <laughs> <laughs> we see the scarecrow behind them. He's charging for them. They're running. He's like Terminator walking. He's yeah. Not, he's, not, he's not running. He's yeah. like, like, like power, trump, like, trump, like, trump, like trump. I'm on, like, you know, Winter Soldier Terminator walk. Yeah. <laughs> this music is a bop, not gonna lie. It, it was, was, yeah, exciting. It was supposed <laughs> to be, like, kind of spooky, but it was like, which, yeah, so, so they're like, you know, kind of like, like speed walking to the beat. Yeah. Like they're not running. Yeah, yeah. no, they're, it was on beat. They're, they're, they're now at a panicked jog. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're not, they're, they're doing like short distance run. Um, Dean shows up with a shotgun. Dean to the rescue. Get back to your car. Go. He shoots the scarecrow three times, barely phasing him. He gets to the edge of the tree line and he's gone. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so we seem to be, we, you know, established. He's contained. Contained within the orchard. We seem to be safe as long as, you know, we can get to the road. Uh, You can't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) Get me over here. Um... (laughs) They're like, what was that? He's like, don't, don't ask. ask. <laughs> like, you dum dums. <laughs> I told Trying you. Trying to warn you. Back at the uh, bus depot, Meg is asleep on the floor uh, with her backpack, and Sam is just on the phone with Dean. Dean's giving him a quick rundown of the ongoing case. I wonder if maybe they were sleeping next to each other before he got the call to preserve body heat. <laughs> I, I doubt, doubt it. it. It's in a bus depot. They're fine. Okay. And there was only one bed. I'll sleep on the floor. No, it's fine. <laughs> you can go right ahead and write that. <laughs> so something is animating the scarecrow. Dean is pretty sure that it's some kind of god, like a pagan god. Yeah. Um, because of the annual cycle of killings, the victims are always a man and a woman, like some kind of fertility rite. We've, um, we've got a you know last meal, fattening up the sacrifice yeah. type mm-hmm. of situation. So Dean's on his way to the local community college. He's got an appointment with a professor there. Dean is on the phone while he's driving again. Get off the phone, phone, Dean! Also, do people usually fall back on, like, ooh, pagan stuff? It's witchy, spooky. I mean, yeah. Yeah? Like, what do you mean? Like, in in fiction in general? Like, what do you mean, fall back on? I don't know. In this show specifically? Yeah. Or just, like, like how they fell back on... Like some cultural appropriation, there or how they usually do the, 
Well, there's usually something in some forms of all cultures. Yeah, the dubious lore drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they, they, they draw... Uh, I think they, they make an okay case for it with this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they tie it to... Um, well, well, we'll get to that in just a sec. Uh-huh. Um, they have sort of an awkward yeah. emotional moment where they're like... <sighs> We we were fighting, and I shouldn't have said the things I said. Yeah, Dean's like, I just want you to know. And it kind of stutters a little, and Sam's like, yeah, I'm sorry, too. And Dean uh, ha- has sort of a vulnerable moment where mm-hmm. he acknowledges, you know, or, you know, admits to Sam that his sort of envious, I guess, maybe, um, he's acknowledges that, you know, Sam standing up to Dad is kind of what Sam does. Yeah. And he says, hell, I wish I... Anyway. Yeah. I admire that about you. It's that line, Dean almost admitting that he wishes he could stand up to their father, but he can't. Mm -hmm. His knee-jerk reaction is to fall back on the, you know, the John Winchester loyalty, the gospel of John Winchester, the, you know, the hero worship, John is right in all things forever. Mm -hmm. He, oh man, it's, it's sad. He says he's proud of Sam for, like, like yeah, he like he was angry, but you know that was he, he just fell back on on those old habits, and he's proud of him. Good job, Sam. You're gonna go live your own life. Good job. This was a a good moment for mm-hmm. the boys. The boys. The boys. The boys. They say goodbye. Yeah, call me when you find Dad. Okay, goodbye, Dean. They Meg, hang up. Meg pops up and does nosy. Yeah, yeah. who is that? Ooh, who are you talking to? My brother. He said goodbye. Dean uh, goes to college in the next scene. <laughs> yes. Do you know who this professor is? No. Was he familiar? He's a that guy. That guy from... X-Files. Oh, okay. I didn't see it, but... Uh, this is the smoking man from X-Files. The smoking man in X-Files was uh, this shadowy government figure who, like, we'd always, you'd always see him, like, ominously with, like, backlit, so you only see a silhouette, and he's, mm-hmm. al- he's always smoking. Uh-huh. So you'd see, you know, him holding a cigarette and the, the wisps of cigarette smoke coming out, coming coming out the cigarette, and, like, you know, the big puffs of smoke coming out of his mouth. He's, the, you know, the guy pulling all the strings. Right. And he, the, the famous, famous scene where there is this, you know, shadowy council of government officials who are deciding everything that's going to happen in the country for the year. Right. And... They're talking about the Super Bowl coming up and how they're going to rig that, like, like, or like, like, deciding who's going to win everything. And they're like, "Oh, hey, the the Bills, are, the Buffalo Bills, are, are you know put together a really good team this year." Um, and he's like, gets mad. He's like, "As long as I'm alive, the Bills will never win the Super Bowl." <laughs> and they haven't <laughs> since that episode aired. That's really funny. Uh, this, so this is the smoking man, uh, you know, major, major villain in, in X-Files. So we learned that the uh, the people who originally settled um, this, the creepy little town in uh, <laughs> Burkittsville, Burkittsville um, were uh, immigrants from Scandinavia. So this is what we were talking about a little earlier, where this is handled a little bit better than some of their old, other cultural appropriation, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, t- they're like, okay, so this is... Um, immigrants brought their god with them and it developed into this into this thing here yeah he's like could you tell me about those gods he's like well there are hundreds of norse gods and goddesses um and dean's like i'm looking for one in an orchard 
He pulls out a giant old book. <laughs> Fun prop time. Fun prop. Flips to a page with a scarecrow-like figure. And Dean starts reading from it. We have a, yeah, it's like a woodcut ink print um, illustration of the scarecrow. Um, and we have a little bit of dubious lore here. Mm-hmm. The The prop is fun. And if you pause, you can read some of it. And like what Dean's reading is what is what's printed there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so it's, you know, it. A little, little bit of dubious lore. Um, about the Vonir. Vonir, yeah. Um, I don't know a ton about... I haven't... I still haven't read Neil Gaiman's Norse, Norse mythology, but the Vonir, there are, like, two main groups of deity figures, from what I understand, in Norse mythology. The Vonir and the Aesir. Okay. Most of the gods we know, like, like in pop culture, like Odin and Thor, those are the Aesir. They're more warlike. They're... More a little bit more more powerful. The Vanir tend to be more associated with like like you know fertility rights and you know crops and and stuff like that. So yeah, Dean reads that these are Norse gods of protection and prosperity, keeping local settlements from harm. And the villagers built effigies of the Vanir in their fields and sacrificed one male and one female. This particular uh, Vanir, its energy sprung from a sacred tree. And he asks, so if the tree was torched, would that kill the god? And the, god, and the and professor's like, like, I mean, it, would, it wouldn't because it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not really sure about Dean's lore here. Um, like, eh, kind of dubious lore. Um, <laughs> not, not, not really sure about it. I do know what this reminds me of, though, hmm. is American Gods. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm getting really strong American Gods vibes from this episode. And this is... Is that written by Neil Gaiman? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is something... Like, I know that they drew on American Gods for inspiration for some things. And I kind of wish they'd done a little bit more in that theme. Um, Because they do this a couple times. The idea of if, you know, you have a group of people who believe in something strong enough, it can create yeah manifest manifest something um and this you know immigrants coming to america and bringing the 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 old gods with them that's something that happens in american gods that's you know how how the old gods come to america the immigrants brought them with them the gods exist because the people believe in them right a god without worshipers without believers is nothing there's so they, they do that a couple times throughout the series kind of wish they'd done it more because they're they're you know they're I, I get why they didn't because they don't want to tie themselves too closely to american gods which has sort of like the you know great american road trip vibe to it also mm-hmm. so yeah, i get why they didn't but i kind of wish they'd done a little bit more with it um but so yeah the the professor's like <laughs> uh i mean it's a story <laughs> yeah uh, Dean says thank you and goodbye to the professor. He opens the door and the sheriff stand- is standing right there, butts his gun into Dean's head, who falls. And the sheriff and the professor share a long look. Never trust the smoking man! He plays villains! <laughs> but why did he give him all of the information? Why do villains monologue? That's true. Yeah. Because to stall long enough to get the sheriff there? I guess. Because he, he called the sheriff? Maybe. Um, so next we see Scotty, Harley, Stacy, Harley's wife, 
uh, and the sheriff all standing, chatting in the rain. Yeah. I don't know what? why they're she standing in, in the, the rain. rain. They could have been inside somewhere. Yeah, they all had to meet outside it seems with like their umbrellas to like, have a secret meeting. Like, this is the entire town. Why are they having yeah. a hushed conversation? It's the, it's the entire town. But yeah, it's, 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 you know, the pagan conference under the umbrellas in the rain. <laughs> um, oh, we learn uh, Harley from the general store is uncomfortable with murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even Scotty though Scotty is like, Scotty says that they have a responsibility to protect the town. They're like, yeah, but like, we don't want to kill her. Yeah, Harley's like, I know better than you. I'm the one who sends them down to the orchard. <laughs> He's like, we all close our doors, look the other way, pretend we don't hear the screams, but this is murder. And Stacy, Harley's wife, is like, the trees are already beginning to die. It's angry with us. Tonight's the seventh night of the cycle. It's our last chance, and a sacrifice must be made. And the thing is, their reasoning is, well, it's for the greater good. Yeah. They don't want to die, this tiny group of people. Yeah, like, if somebody's gonna die, why can't it be one of the adults here? Yeah. Yeah, they there's just a, don't want a, it to be them. Yeah, there's a line later about, like, this is what sacrifice means. It's like, well, why didn't you do yeah. it then? Yeah. Yeah, getting rid of... <laughs> sacrificing the things that you love. And you're a thing that we love. Oh, my God. Um. So, they're like, okay, well... That's all it took to convince Harley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, he's the one who walks Emily down to the basement where they're keeping Dean, and Dean is just like... Hanging out? He's not, yeah, like, he's not he tied up or anything. To escape. He's, he's just standing stand there. there. Watch, watches them walk Emily down into the basement and then walks back out. He doesn't try to escape. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, do a Star Trek fight. He's nope. like, he's, he just stands there and watches it happen. It was kind of weird. Um, yeah, Emily is like, why are you doing this? And Stacy says, for the common good. And they, as they close the door to the cellar. Back with Megan Sam. Um, they're trying to catch a bus. Sam is, they're, you know, the bus is here, they're, everybody's getting ready to go, and Sam's trying to get a hold of Dean, and he can't get a hold of him. So he decides he has to go back, and Meg is like, what, what was, we just had a whole conversation about how you're ready to be your own person, and you're going to go to California to do that, and we were going to do this, like, cool road trip thing. What is going on? And he's like, I gotta go back to my brother. And she's like, that is not, what? Yep. But the one that you're running away from? The the one that you have a, a toxic relationship with, who you're trying to separate yourself from so that you can have your own life, that one? And he's like, yeah, he's family. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that doesn't answer my question. Sam! <laughs> <laughs> so Dean in the basement is giving uh, Emily, the, you know, the truth is out there talk. Mm-hmm. He's trying to break the door down from inside. <laughs> He explains the uh, that the sacrifice must be made to Emily. Um, he's like, you didn't know anything about this? About the... And she's like, about the Scarecrow God? No, I, I don't believe this. And I'm like, well, you better. Yeah, because <laughs> like, you're going to die. Like, li- listen. Don't be. <laughs> your, <laughs> your, uh, your family is... Uh, crazy. Is, you know, making human sacrifice. They're cultists. They, you're living in a cult. Yeah, and Dean's like, we we can destroy the scarecrow, but we gotta find that tree. She's like, what tree? <laughs> tree, like, what tree? <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe you can help me with that. It would be a really old tree. 
Uh, and she's like, this one apple tree, the immigrants brought it over. They call it the first tree, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah. uh, you're a lot of help. Um, Dean and Emily get dragged, we guess, to the orchard. Dean, they, they, they and they're both, you know, trying to talk to their, their captors, trying to get them to, like, to let, let them go. He's talking to the sheriff. Dean is trying to antagonize the sheriff. Not really sure what his strategy here is, yeah. but he's, uh, yelling, he's, the words he's saying are like, you know, trying to get the guy to empathize. But he's like yelling at him. Yeah. <laughs> Dean says A cab. Dean, <laughs> Dean says A cab. Emily tearfully pleading with her aunt and uncle. Yeah. Try um, to understand that you're killing her. Jesus. That's yeah, we have a responsibility. That's what sacrifice means giving up something you love for the greater good. The town needs to be saved. I hope you're up a pie's freaking worth it. Dean's good line. Um, I have a, a question for, for you two. Mm-hmm. Um, so we learned some of Emily's backstory that she's here with her aunt and uncle uh-huh. because her parents died in a car crash. Right. Do you think they sacrificed her parents? Oh my God. That's something I was wondering watching this. Oh, I didn't even. Maybe didn't the even writers didn't that. mean to do that. I hope they did yeah. because that, that would make sense. Wow. They died in a car crash. Oh, they could have crashed the, the car and it could have been like told tort. like told them like that the car crashed, but told her that the car crashed, but but sacrificed them to the, the scarecrow god. Yeah, wow. just, just something just something I thought of. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone talking about this. I don't see people talking about this episode very much. Um, it's kind of me. Just wondering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's do a cool you, theory. Do you think they, they sacrificed her parents? I kind of hope so. I think I <laughs> <laughs> for the narrative, so. but you know, I th- I, th- I think that, like there's nothing in the dialogue to suggest that that's what happened. No, but it's well, creepy enough. The cars, you know. But Emily's like, so what's the plan? <laughs> Dean's like, I'm working on it. <laughs> the sun sets. He's still working on it. I'm yeah. still working on it. <laughs> um, footsteps, and it's Sam. No, not walking with any particular urgency. No. He's just sort of wandering through the orchard. Yeah, so with that in mind, how did he find them? I don't know. They're tied to two know. random trees in the middle of an orchard. There is no GPS on phones. There's nope. no find my phone at this point. No, nope. Dean's still, they're still using a flip phone. Even if there were, we get a feeling that like... There's no cell There's service. There's no cell service here, or like phones die here. Um, we we know that. Uh, well, Dean did give the the rundown. Like they were, they did a um, you know, Dean's you know debrief before he went to the community college. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough to narrow down exactly yeah. where Dean is. It, it, yeah, yeah. Sam just was here wandering around. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> yeah, how'd you how'd you get here? I stole a car. <laughs> Dean's like, that's my boy. Hey. <laughs> Uh, he's like, hey, uh, well, as you're tying on that scarecrow. <laughs> what scarecrow? Ah! Uh, yep, it's the uh, it's going down again. from the post. The banana. And let's you know lightly panic jog <laughs> while while we get caught up with each other. Um, Harley, Stacy, Scotty, Sheriff, and some others come oh, out. Dean has a line. Let's let's just shag ass before Leatherface catches up. What? No. <laughs> that's a very weird line. <laughs> that's that's not what that means. What does that mean? Because Dean, Dean, that um, can't mean Dean. Um, 
What? <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it means, do you? Let's just butt fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, Inconceivable. Leather, Leatherface, I think, I think is a reference to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But, um, I haven't seen that. It's basically no. just the brutalization of women. Yeah, it's a yeah, slasher slasher weird fic. slasher porn. Yeah. Yeah, no. Dean, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, lo- the locals ambush them. Yep. Flashlights and guns. And uh, as they're talking, the scarecrow stabs Harley right through. Ooh. Grabs Stacy, puts a hook through Harley's ankle, and drags him away. Emily screams and hugs Dean. <laughs> Sam, Dean, and Emily run out of the orchard. And I guess problem solved. Well, yeah, it's morning now. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, like, they're like, okay, well, two people were sacrificed. Two people were sacrificed. Okay, that's it for the year. Hey, we're good. <laughs> morning, uh, Sam, Dean, and Emily walking through the orchard with a can of gas. They stop at a tree with markings in the bark. Which they've just found somehow, yeah, and they've was, checked every tree in the morning, I guess, to to see which one is the tree. And they would and, not, and and it would not still be there if they carved, right? No, it could. Yeah, they it could probably still be yeah. there. You can carve into into a tree and have it stay there for a long time. Hundreds yeah. of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't grow up over. Oh, mm, yeah. No, it, it leaves a scar. No, um, but uh, I I'm just they're they're you know you know broad daylight wandering around the orchard with a can of gas after they've just had a whole thing where they got kidnapped by the townsfolk. Yeah, and we're and now you know, the townsfolk are fine. The townsfolk are going to let them burn the, burn tree? the tree. So they they pour Sam pours gas all over the tree. Dean lights up a stick, and <laughs> Emily's like, "Let, let me." me. So she throws a stick on the tree, it lights up, and the scarecrow is gone? Well, they, she's like, you know the whole town is going to die, right? She's like, good. And then, <laughs> good. <laughs> good for her. The tree, is at, the tree was actually on fire. Yeah, I don't know what kind of, if it was an effect. It looked like it was no, really on fire. No, it looked like it was actually on fire. That was a practical flame, yeah. flame effect. But um, I've never seen a... Just a, a random wet tree branch you pick up from the, from the ground go up no, like, go up that fast from, up. from a Zippo lighter. Yeah, um, this is a torch. Maybe they broke it off of the they tree must that have was soaked already it. soaked in gasoline. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, this you get to stand there and watch the tree burn for a little bit, and then uh, they put Emily on a bus to Boston with a little sad wave. Mm-hmm. And Goodbye, they have Emily, you street urchin. <laughs> we don't know why she's going to Boston. We don't know anything else about her. No. Goodbye, Emily. Goodbye, Emily. We have a sort of an emotional boy moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam threw just like, te- this is a very telling instead of, telling instead of showing us. Mm-hmm. He's like, <laughs> I, Sam's like, I'm, I've come to ter- coming to terms with Jess's death. So let's continue doing a procedural. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I still want to find dad and you're still paying the ass. <laughs> But Jess and Mom are both gone. Dad is God knows where. You and me, that's all that's left. We're going to do this together. And then <laughs> Dean goes, hold, hold me, Sam. Sam. That was beautiful. Dean, uncomfortable with big emotions. Yep. Um, Lol, smacks him. <laughs> yeah, and they said something that made me write, I don't think dead crops equate with the murder of innocent people. Oh, yeah. He's like, what happens to the town will be punishment enough 
for the for the people who've been murdering people all this time. Yeah. Just their town, like, collapsing and all the crops going bad and stuff. And just, like, general economic crisis and people have to move elsewhere to get jobs. Yeah, I don't think that's a... I don't think that's punishment I enough. I don't think that's punishment for the murder of... That we know of. One yeah, town at least before. four and couples, five couples. The immigrants brought this god with them, so this has been going on potentially since the town was founded hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. So, yeah. Hooray! Yeah, Hooray! I, don't, I don't think Just that's punishment Just economic enough. hardship is the punishment. Yep. All right. Hey. Well, I mean, at least that there's there's some end, because sometimes we end the episode and we're like, did they fix it? Yep. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't go there again, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess next year we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> we see Meg. Yeah, we get like a little button on the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were like, oh, maybe this is just a long episode. No, yeah, the, hey, we got a little extra scene. Mm-hmm. Meg. Meg in a van with a guy <laughs> who goes, so where to, pretty lady? And she goes, how about you pull over? And he's like, like, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like cartoonishly creepy. Like, ah, ha, You kind of sounded like Brennan Lee Mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like little lady. Oh, little lady. Like uh, Doreen. Yeah, Doreen. Because yeah. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, this this guy is you know cartoonishly creepy, and she's like doing her like you know sultry flirty thing, like pull the car over, whoever. She's like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> so no head. <laughs> Push. <laughs> <laughs> She says, uh, I have to make a call. And she starts getting this weird, scary-looking like, goblet. Chalice. With, like... Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, big, like, silver goblet out of her bag. And he's like, what? He's like, I don't get it. I, I, got, like, a, I got, got a phone you can use. She's, she's like... She's, she's, she's like, like, oh. Not, not that, that kind of call. call. She slits him in the throat. And, and like, then it's just like, oh, thank you. I'll take, yeah, I'll I'll take, take your blood in Collects the blood in the chalice. Thanks him for the ride. <laughs> Thank you for the meal. <laughs> Gives his body a good shove onto the window, and, yeah. like in disgust. She's like, yeah, uh, gross. Guess. She dips her <laughs> finger in the blood in the chalice and swirls around, muttering something in another language. <laughs> Stupid man thing. She pulls out her hand, and the center is like swirling and kind of pushing upwards like weird little daggers of blood yeah uh, on the reminded inside. me a little bit of the um uh the ds9 shapeshifter i was just gonna say ds9 like, like, oh, cgi you got you got a little cup of odo there yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little cup of odo oatmeal <laughs> mr <laughs> bucket sound cue <laughs> yeah mr bucket buckets of fun <laughs> so meg is uh saying I could have stopped Sam. I could have taken them both. And uh, she's like, yes. 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 <laughs> yes, father. <laughs> it's so funny, uh, like, one-sided phone conversations in, in movies and TV shows. Just the... Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> I, this is this this scene. I remember this scene, and I was just like, "Ah, it's her! It's Meg! 
I like so her. she is going to become a recurring character, you say, which yes. is exciting. Yay! I like she's it. hot. Yeah. She's fun. She's got, she's, you know, she looks very mid-2000s. Yes. I like her hair. Yeah, I was going to say, I like that we get a, I don't want to say an unconventionally beautiful person, but someone right. who's yeah. not Long in the classic hair. beauty yeah. camp. Yeah, you know? she's, she's not bombshell model. Yeah. Right. But she's, she's quirky. She's, she's really like boho pretty. chic. Yeah. Yeah. She's really pretty. Um, with like a pixie cut. Yeah. yeah. She's a modern woman. <laughs> yeah. A modern hitchhiker. And I like her like, kills, like messenger bag kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who kills creepy van guys to make Good calls to uh, someone so, who's someone, a dad. Her dad. Her, her father. Who, uh, yeah, but... So in this phone call, we learned um, she she wanted to kill the Winchesters. Yep, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yep, Just, but it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, we have we have a recurring problem, a recurring female problem, a recurring yeah. female problem. Being beginning of the episode, Sam's on the phone and John's like, "Hey, even this phone call not safe. There are people after me. They'll come after you." Mm-hmm. First thing hap- that happens when Sam sets off alone, runs into this girl who tells him everything he wants to hear. Yeah. And it's like, hey, come with me, come with me. She was probably relying on him to fall for her so that when they, he was, like, gonna be like, oh, and, like, oh, internet, like, and then she would just kill him. Yeah, probably. yeah, Yeah, and then she's like, yeah, why did you call me off? Why, I could have killed Sam. I had him right there. I could have killed Sam. She's like, all right, yes, all right, father. Yes, so. yes papa. <laughs> I know papa. Yes, papa. <laughs> <laughs> just go home. Yeah, just go home, Papa. Um, go downtown and talk about your exploits. <laughs> I just want to go home. So, what did you guys think of the app? Yeah. I liked it. It, it was, was not as good as some of the other ones we've seen so far. Yeah, but I think the um the whole like sacrifice thing, this yeah. like cultish town, this quaint small town that's too good to be true. I think that was a cool uh, motif to explore. Yeah. I think they yeah, explored some pretty classic horror themes. Yeah. We did a pretty classic horror story with, you know, a town sacrifice, doing the sacrifice for prosperity and whatever. So I thought the episode felt a little messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I mean, it's their first... They're, they're, they're you know, well, they're doing a split storyline. The A and the B plot didn't seem, feel like it had a ton to do with one another. No, and it wasn't super balanced. Um, did not feel balanced. It felt like they they had a much smaller plot than could fill out the episode. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's, that's, off, that's, you know, shows that have, like, A, B, C plots. That's generally how that works. You have a couple smaller plots, but you generally try to tie them together with a theme mm-hmm. of some kind, or they're going to draw well, parallels between them. That's why that one episode of MASH, that's, I don't remember the actual, like, the main plot is, like, super sad and serious, but the B plot is Charles yeah. creating... Yeah, Charles and Klinger make a hula hoop. Mm. A A plot is super sad and serious and people are dying. B plot, Charles and Klinger make a hula hoop. <laughs> when the A and the B plot don't are unbalanced or um you know the themes aren't lining up if if you know it does it does it feels it feels kinda messy. Um felt that kinda felt this way about felt that way about this episode. Looking back, it like well it, like it, looking at the episode, it looks like you know, the A plot is the the monster of the week thing, mm-hmm. and then the B plot is the 
this weird other side quest that Sam has with this hitchhiker girl. Um, looking back, it, it like it feels like they're like, okay, so we have this monster of the week episode, but we've gotta put we we haven't been able to put this. We we have a piece of plot, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna shoehorn it in there. Yeah, uh, how are we gonna do that? Just we're just gonna just shove it in there and make it fit. Yeah, yeah. and now we've got two plots, A and B. Yeah, <laughs> um, to introduce this character and introduce this major a plot point that has to happen to make stuff happen later. Um, felt a little awkward, a little clunky, kind of mm-hmm. messy. Overall, an okay episode. Didn't really mo- that didn't really bother me too much. The thing that bothered me the most was the apples. Yeah, <laughs> and it's April. Makes no sense. All right. So um, next time we are going to be watching uh, season one, episode twelve, Faith. While battling a demon, Dean is electrocuted, resulting in permanent damage to his heart and leaving him with only a couple months to live. Very exciting sounding episode. Yeah, yeah. we definitely haven't seen it already. <laughs> we generally record two episodes at a time so um but uh yeah so i guess join us next time for season one episode 12 of uh faith until then um i am a host margaret i'm a host patricia and i'm a host bridget and we'll see you next time bye, bye. bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Brook Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing three idgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.